The DNH Loose Change Podcast is looking for five partners in this new endeavor here at Dyke New Hartford. DNH Loose Change will be a weekly podcast focusing exclusively on DNH everything. The podcast will primarily be comprised of interviews from administrators, teachers, support staff, coaches, and our own DNH students. By becoming a partner, your business will be given a 45 to 60 second pre roll, mid roll, or post roll read in every episode to a captive audience. Your donation will go directly to help out the DNH Booster Club as well as help offset the cost of producing the podcast. For more information, contact Travis Kiewit at 319-983-2206 or by email at travis.kiewit at dnhcsd.org. Thank you in advance for your support of our DNH students and roll blue. What's up, Wolverine Nation? Tad Brace here alongside my co-host, Travis Kiewit, with another episode of DNH Loose Change. Travis, how we doing? What's going on tonight on this Wednesday, February 17th? It's just a regular day today. Yeah, after the last two days around here, I'm all for a regular day. Regular day, I'm I'm loving it. I, we got a nice, a nice uh, lesson in today in the classroom, so... I'm a happy camper. And I think it actually warmed up to single digits, maybe? Yeah. Uh, my my watch says seven degrees right now. Oh, heat wave coming through. Yeah. All right. <laughs> uh, we have a really fantastic lineup for you tonight. Uh, what do we have? Four people? We have Nathan yep. Moore stopping in. Yep. Student athlete here at, a uh, senior here at DNH. Burnett Dove. Yep. She's an instructional coach in literacy. Shannon Peverell. Shannon is our school nurse. And, of course, we had Mr. Stockdale stopping in. To, uh, he had to discuss this crazy week, and I don't blame him. It was yeah, a he, crazy week. Yeah, I, he had a, uh, <laughs> a week that you probably don't want to have come again every, you know, very often. <laughs> yeah, it's, I don't envy him at all. <laughs> no, case. no, not at all. So uh, a couple things I would like to... Uh, bring up here and the uh, intro here is I'd like to give a shout out to our state wrestlers. They are taking off for uh, Des Moines. Uh, Nick Reinecke, Jacob Lear, and uh, Dylan Ort. All all well deserving kids. I mean they they've earned it. Yep yep they're so they're heading down this weekend. So if you get a chance, uh, follow along. Also I'd like to give a shout out to the. Uh, girls and boys basketball teams. They uh, girls started the tournament trail uh, Tuesday night with a win, and uh, the boys will have a game this week. And then the girls also have another one this week. So, good luck to the girl and boys basketball teams. And finally, like to give a shout out uh, to the band and vocal. Uh, they've got a concert coming up on Monday, the Pops concert, uh, which is kind of a big deal. They they showcase all. Uh, all the band and all the uh, chorus and the vocal side of it. So should be a good event. Be a lot of talent on sh- on display. Yep, and I'm not quite sure on the attendance policy, uh, but it will be live streamed as well. So uh, get a chance, you know, tune in on, on Monday night for the Pops concert. Yep, support the band and uh, everybody else involved with that and Deaver. Yeah, be, be good times around here at DNH. Okay, well, why don't we go ahead and get ready for our interviews, and we will be back with you just shortly on DNH Loose Change. And we are back, Wolverine Nation, with another single episode here of What's the Scoop, Soup? We've got Mr. Stockdale in here to talk to us uh, about a few different things. Uh, Mr. Stockdale, why don't you start off with the COVID information? Hey, guys. How's it going? Boy, what a week we've had. Um, Geez, since we last talked, it's funny how how much has happened since last Wednesday, right? (laughs) Uh, So, uh, yeah, um, boy, we're on a good roll with uh, with COVID. We haven't, I don't think our... uh, I don't think we've seen a case in the last three weeks of school. So, um, you know, credit to everybody for doing doing the right thing and 
sticking with those prevention and mitigation strategies. And then last Friday we saw 140 staff members, and I think you guys were involved in that. Yep. Yeah, with, well, uh, it was smooth. Yeah, the, the vaccines, and we'd like to thank Val and Brent Bovey and Rhinebeck Pharmacy for uh, making all that happen and our, our county health partners who we've referenced before here. But uh, there was just a sense of optimism on Friday. I felt like everybody had a little bit more of a pick-me-up in their mm-hmm. step. Um, I don't know. It was just people were laughing, and it was just kind of a feeling I hadn't, hadn't had in quite a while, and I think uh, you know, starting to see the light at the end of the tunnel. So uh, March 12th is uh, the, the, the second date that we're targeting. Um, not to preempt a decision here, but my gut tells me we're probably going to add a, an early dismissal on that day. So right. uh, you heard it first here on the Least Change <laughs> right. podcast. That's, right. that's why you, you listen. Change, um, would you change a date or would you just yeah, add a? That's a fair question. Uh, we looked at that March 4th date, but parent-teacher conferences are that day. So I think this will be uh, an added, an extra uh, early All dismissal. Right. Right, yeah. Darn um, it. <laughs> you sound like my son Noah. <laughs> right. He was ecstatic about yesterday's no school event. But, um, yeah, so um, just, yeah, a lot of positive vibes around um, that happening and um, people capitalizing on that opportunity. And, you know, it's just one more step that our staff have taken and committed to to assure that we're seeing our kids day in and day out. And uh, I just really appreciate that about our group. So thanks to everybody for that. Well, and I think uh, going back to that Friday in the – pep in the step kind of thing you know I was thinking about that too of when was the last time that many of our staff members were together you know and again we social distance there in the auditorium and you had to wait 15 minutes but I mean quite honestly there were some people I hadn't seen you know all year you know for obvious reasons of just you know you got to do the right thing and I think that might have been part of it too is you know almost like a first day of school or first day back for staff saying, oh, hey, how's it going, you know, and, you know, and it's, I, I'm with you. I, I think there was a definite positive vibe yeah, out there. It, it felt like the step in the right direction that I think everybody wanted to see. And it, it was, you know, it was efficient. You got in there, you got your shot, you waited 15 minutes, but it was quick. Oh, yeah, there was, there was quick. no waiting really for uh, for me at least. Did you guys uh, have any side effects or did, did the uh, first shot treat you pretty well? Or My arm hurt like crazy. For Mine too. Got it on Friday, Saturday, and then part of Sunday. But other than that, yep. I didn't have much of anything. So Saturday night, I woke up. My arm was throbbing, but by the morning, <laughs> I was good to go. Yep. It was weird. So wait, wait till shot number two. I hear. Yeah, uh, it's, yeah, yeah. But you know cool. what? Uh, hey, one of them deals where I know some people who have had COVID actually extended through the weekend and missed school on Monday because they they just still were popping temperatures and. So, uh, you know, we'll see. Um, it's one of those deals where you endure it for the greater good. It's kind Absolutely. Of right. like nope. Nope. the attitude, you know. Oh, so. yeah. I'm, you know, I'm just messing around with my arm and everything. I would <laughs> take that trade off every <laughs> single time. Oh, yeah. If, if I know I'm helping somebody else out and myself, that's what I'll do. Yep. Uh, and speaking of events, uh, this Monday, past Monday and Tuesday, we're recording this Wednesday, February 17th. But uh, Monday and Tuesday was kind of fun. You want to Take us through uh, those two days and and some thought processes that went with that. <laughs> yeah, the life of a superintendent. So, <laughs> first of all, we roll into Monday and we're faced with uh, you know wind chill warning. So roads look good, but what do you do? And um, you know uh, that, that I didn't get any pushback from the decision that we had school. Right. But quite frankly, there's some pressure that came with that. Um, credit uh, Waylon Byrne and um, gosh Danny Shipper and Ron Westerman and Annie Hilliard and Gosh, you yourself, Travis, enduring them cold buses. But Waylon was up here at five o'clock, had yeah. the buses rolling, warming up. Uh, so that was the first decision of the week: was are we going or not? We were one of four districts in the Cedar Valley that went. Some had PD, so it's a little deceiving. Right. They were off anyway. It's President's Day, right? So, but. You bet. So, um, but uh, gosh, our our communities handled that really well. Parents seemed to embrace the decision to get the kids in school and. Well, then, so we get to Monday afternoon, and this is just the life of a superintendent. Now, I, lo- I love what I do, by the way. This, this is just, right. I, I should, I'm laughing wise. Every day is different, <laughs> it right? Is, it is. <laughs> so, so Monday afternoon, <laughs> sewer's backing up in the locker room in, in, uh, on the New Hartford campus, okay? Well, better go check that out. So Waylon had already been here since like 4.30 in the morning. Trek's up there. Ron gets off his bus route. They, gotta, they call Kevin Bolton. Retired Kevin comes yep. up, oh, help him. There's locate. one guy you need help from. Oh, that's the guy. Yeah. The dude knows everything exactly. about that facility, right? So he comes up and helps him find the manhole. It's plugged. So these guys, at 30 <laughs> degree, you know, negative 30 degree windows, right? if not 
if not colder in there, having to scoop, you know, right. clean out the pipe oh, boy. out back. But took care of the problem. So, okay, on to the next thing. Take our youngest son to basketball practice, come back home, and a, um, a staff member calls and says, just a heads up, there's going to be a natural gas blackout. Like, you know this for sure? <laughs> when? Well, I'm not sure, but, you know, and she they did the right thing by calling. And I, I felt bad. They, I think they felt like they were bothering me, but no, it was exactly what they should have done. So now I'm, I'm stewing like, are we going like, right? to natural gas blackout? When's this coming? <laughs> Start doing some surfing. Yeah, this is a fact because of the storms down south. And so, okay, um, get some validation maybe that this is, is not imminent. But, yeah, somebody to be mindful of. Okay, go to bed. We're good. Get up the next morning. <laughs> Five o'clock. No, we're going to have another decision to make. Well, we already delayed two hours, but just, you know, going to check things out. And uh, another staff member had texted me and said, Hey, Chief, bad news. <laughs> no water in New Harford. <laughs> like, what are you talking Like, at the school? Like, I thought we had the sewer problem fixed. <laughs> oh, no. No, I can't shower. So now I'm thinking, well, what's this? So I reach out to Junior over there, and he's like, Yeah, this isn't good. <laughs> what is it? Don't know. So I'm talking, I think, our, our uh, Mr. Texter, Mr. Drubingen, Mr. Petula, like quarter six. I'm calling him like, guys, this is like recon. We got to figure out what are we doing here? What are we going to do with staff if we can't have school? Do we have school? Right. Um, so anyway, 640, find out water main break. Okay. So we're going down. Decide, all right. So where's the communication around? So from 640 to 730, jump in the shower. Clean up, field and phone calls and text messages in between. Get up here. just got to have some peace to think about this stuff, right? We're going to get the word out. <laughs> Staff are going to have a PD day. School improvement consultant from the Department of Ed was gracious enough. 7 o'clock, she's on the horn with me. Yep, you can count it as a day. Uh, nature's causing a health right. crisis. Nothing you can do. Okay. Yep. rest of the district's in, in session. Running our bus routes. Annie had that. Um, Whalen had the buses going again. Uh, Brian was coordinating with his staff. Well, then the associates. Well, I said, I don't want to miss out on paychecks. So what do you think, Tom? Tom said, bring him over. We got things for him to do. Kitchen staff, all the same. So then we get the message out, and now a phone starts blowing up. I'm like, what's going on? <laughs> well, Channel 7 is great, KWWL. They're, yeah. they're huge supporters of us, and they're very they're, – I, I consider them partners in our mission. And Well, they, they just had to put a headline out there that said – I think it said uh, D&H to switch campuses or something like that. And alluded to classes will be held on the Dyke campus. So people were assuming their their kids who normally attend in New Hartford would be going to Dyke. They're coming over. I'm like, whoa, oh, whoa, yeah. whoa, stop the bus. Right. That's not good. <laughs> Hang on. <laughs> so, and I thank Chad Bixby for that because he sent me a text and said, hey, you need to know this is out there. I'm like, where'd that come from? <laughs> All it was was they took the same email I had sent to parents and just interpreted it right. differently. So, Absolutely. You know, Easy you learn, enough to do. Yeah, right. So, okay, so we get that taken care of. So then I'm, okay, communications out, dot, dot, dot. Marine um, said, hey, I'm headed into work, get Isaac breakfast. So I run home, get Isaac set up with his butter and toast and uh, a little chocolate milk, look at Jake or old son, like, you got him. I got to go back. Right. Run out of the house, come back up here. Annie calls. She's like, and, and most know Annie, you know, uh, works for our city. She goes, hey, um, Shane Metz just came in and said that there may be a chance we may go down with power, like we won't have electricity. Like, what? What? <laughs> so I'm like, well, when? Well, not sure, because right now we're running on generator power, if you didn't know that. I said, no, I didn't know that. It's it's popping out an error code. Well, now I'm thinking, oh, am boy. I going to have to cancel the Dyke campus too? I mean, it's 8.30, right. by it's this time. Crunch time here. Buses are out, okay? Called a couple other people. They said, well, just like the natural gas thing. It's not imminent, but you should be aware of it. So now not only am I worried about the rolling blackout for natural gas, now I got electricity <laughs> on the Dyke campus that could go bye-bye. Okay, hang up the phone, register all that. Phone rings, bust down. <laughs> that was you, Mr. Kiewit. It was me, and, yes. <laughs> I mean, so, so now I throw out my coat, gloves, because I'm thinking, you know, kids. And right. We, we had... Um, I, I attribute it, the visual I have is the uh, Top Gun scene where you've got the Alert 5 aircraft with Maverick ready to go. Well, that was, that was Dave Knudsen. <laughs> That's right. Dave was in bus 10. Snap. He's on it. All warmed up. That was all by design. We're well prepared for this. 
had it out there on our avenue, had them picked up and swapped out before I even got out there. And then, um, gosh, what? So then I get back, okay, about 10, I don't know, 9, 30, 10, somewhere in there. And Annie Lucas, our secretary, says, just so you know, <laughs> geez, <laughs> Channel 9 reached out. They want to do an interview. Not two seconds, she walks in and goes, and Channel 7, too. Oh, geez. So call both networks. They're great. Yep. We'll be up between 11.30 and 1. Knock out two interviews of them. 1.30, water mains fixed. So I'm like, all right, so now we got to communicate this. So <laughs> we're on the we're on the we're Back in business, yeah, baby. Yeah, here we go. And just getting all that out and all that. Long story short, hey, um, the, the city employees, uh, the errands crew that came in and, and helped them out with their big equipment and stuff, I, that's what Small Town Iowa was all about. They got it knocked out, fixed. Um, you know, Tavin Despinez is a graduate, you know, from here. Yep, and yep. Um, um, Junior Cole was in on that. And just, you know, just, again, they just did a great job fixing it up. But, boy, I'll tell you what, it was uh, – I got home last night. And our girls had a big win, first, you know, tournament time. Right. Anytime you get a win. Get home, and I, I usually go in, put some sweats on, and then go sit down and join the family. I went right in the living room and just sat down. <laughs> and Marine goes – are you gonna change your clothes? And I'm like, honey, I just want to sit. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> just give me just five I, minutes I, I, here. I just, uh, she was good. She was giggling. I just, I just want to sit and just, I just had to process the day. I mean, right. it was uh, crazy. But you know, I, I, somebody said uh, kind of throughout the course of the day, I, I know I would not want your job. And I said, you know what's funny? I love this. Right. Like I absolutely <clears throat> love it. Like there was nothing about yesterday that I went home and thought, what am I doing? Like this is, I, I can't do that. Bring right. it. Like yeah. I, I just ate, yeah. and uh, it's, you have to have that mindset to be in that position too. So that's yeah. good. No, so um, yeah. What a few days. So today, I mean, I got in the car and it was one degree, and I thought this is a gift, right? Heat wave. <laughs> Jeez. Yeah, no I mean, kidding. Shoot, I walked outside, and, but no, a, a team effort. There's so many people to thank um, for the last few days. You don't get through things like that still have school in session without contributions from everybody. And, and that's just, I don't know, that's what makes this place special. And, um, you know, from the custodians, bus drivers, um, the transportation department, those, shoot, bus five, for instance, a good story behind, well, you were there. I said, well, we better tow it in, better call Rasmus. Yep. Well, that wasn't good enough for Mr. Byrne. Got <laughs> his competitive juices going. He calls up Danny and Ron and says, hey, uh, Stockdale says we gotta tow this in. He says, "Would you guys, uh, you guys in for going out there?" Heck yeah, they said. So out they went, drove the bus in, had it fixed, all all done. I think you took it out. I did. Route I, again I last took it night. out in the afternoon. Yep. Yeah. That's just that's extra effort. Absolutely. That, honestly, re- and that's not just. You know, we talk about classrooms on the playing field and all that stuff. Here's here's a group of fellas right there that just get the bus fixed. Right. Get her done. Just get her not done. Get their it. hands dirty. And right. No. Get right it was, to it. Just, just a, a great team. Again, glad we're back. Hopefully, this cold stuff's behind us. So uh, it's got to be. I think. <laughs> yeah, I was thinking of the grumpier old men. The theme song when it comes on, it's a tropical heat wave. I don't know if you guys. It's like, be. I mean, frozen everything, and then it's a tropical heat wave. It's. I was thinking about that nonstop. Yeah, good voice. Yeah, uh, you know. I've never seen that. Movie, Can you sing? But... You've never seen that. Oh. Boy. Hey, I gotta go back. Can you sing? No. Oh. No, well, that's for another podcast, maybe. <laughs> okay, yeah, we'll so see. Another episode. Well, we can't uh, let you go here without your random question of the yeah. day. <laughs> random question of the day today is: Would you rather be reincarnated as a sea creature or an airborne creature? <laughs> you want to live in the water? I think up in the skies. I'm going airborne. Okay, and see, reason. Me too. Yeah. Um I think I got more freedom. I think if if I'm if I'm if I'm in the water I'm constricted to that body of water. Whereas if I'm airborne I there's nowhere right. I can't go. I'm afraid I would just get eaten by a shark right away. <laughs> so I would rather like well, you could be a if shark. I'm going down, I'd rather be at like a fly water if I'm a fly, you know. Or... Well, this well is, I, no, I think you get no, to choose. Hey, oh, well, yeah, yeah, yeah. No, hey, because... I'm going to be the biggest bird so well, you didn't or whatever. Say that. Well, but that, I, okay, so and, my answer was I said airborne creature. <laughs> I said as long as I could be big, like an eagle. I said I want to be a big dog out there. Yeah. And I, That's not and I thought creature. also 
if you're flying, you can a go. A dog is not an airborne creature, Travis. He said an eagle. Eagle. I know, but he said I want to be the big dog. Never oh, mind. It's jeez. I'm just harassing. I, I, I just a think if bit. you fly, then then you can always humor. stay warm and stuff like that too. Yeah, I guess if I if I got to pick, I would probably be like a. Well, yeah, we're not gonna make you be a minnow or something. <laughs> I mean, if you're gonna be reincarnated, you don't want to sell yourself short. We need to start short. being more specific on our scripts uh, here. Or you just need to expand your horizons. Is there, so, so here's a question. So, if I'm airborne, is there anything? Is there anything that's bigger or more? Like, who sits atop of the bird world? Uh, I don't know. A vulture, maybe. I would, I would be a pterodactyl. Or well, that, buzzard, come on now. No, they're not even around. Yeah, I, don't high. Even, I don't care. Because I, 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 I honestly don't know what it is. I would want no right. fear of anything taking right. me out. I would yeah. think it'd be a buzzard. or a. Yeah. They're gritty. Yeah. I just like to be an eagle. I saw one today, and I, I, I'd be an eagle. No, I'm going airborne. Yep. I'm with you. Three for three on that one. Yep. I like it. Yep. All right. Well, we appreciate you stopping in and uh, joking around with us a little bit and and filling us in on your crazy week so far, Mr. Stockdale. Thank you very much. Sounds good, guys. Roll blue. Thank you. People's Savings Bank. More than just a bank to Dyke New Hartford schools. Not only do they have great services such as bill pay, online banking, insurance services, and mobile connect, but they are also a big supporter of Dyke New Hartford schools. One way the community and bank work together is with the Wolverine Pride debit card from People's Savings Bank. The bank donates six cents for every swipe over $10. It's that easy. Go shopping, swipe your PSB school pride debit card, and support Dyke New Hartford schools. Contact People's Savings Bank and Dyke for more information. Member FDIC. All right, everybody. We are here uh, with Shannon Peverell tonight. Uh, This is kind of a special interview for us. Shannon is our school nurse here at Dyke New Hartford. And obviously this role is uh, obviously just incredibly essential. And we want to thank you, first of all, for everything you do at DNH. But why don't you go ahead and give us a little bit of background information about yourself, Shannon? Well, hi, guys. Thanks for having me. Um, So I graduated from Dyke New Hartford in 98. And I did a few things. And then I went through dental assisting and decided I wanted to do nursing. So I graduated in 2010 with my RN and worked in labor and delivery for about seven and a half years. And then heard this position opened, which I was ready to get out of the hospital. I was ready to get out of working 3 p.m. to 3 a.m. I had little boys. I would be, too. (laughs) Good good call there. Good call. And the boys were in school, so it was just, it was a better move for our family. Um, Working here when they were here and just home every night, and it just worked much better to be in the school district. Yeah, that sounds like a logical transition to, I mean, just being becoming closer and everything else. So, yeah. And how many years have you been here? Um, three years now. Three years. Three years in January. Is it getting easier every year? This year's <laughs> been a little challenging. <laughs> I was, I was, that, that's kind of a loaded question sarcastic. there, Ted. Yeah. 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 Um, the years in the past have been great, but this year's been a little, oh, a little tough. Absolutely understandable. And and with this year, um. Obviously, your position has evolved with the whole COVID-19 thing. Um, how has it changed? You know, because you, you've you been here for three years, so obviously you've had a normal year, and now you've had COVID years. How What's the, you know, a few of the big changes or something um, you really got to nail down here? Some of the big changes, um, like I have two health associates, Kelly and Tennille. So we used to switch off, and now Tennille is only in Dyke and Kelly's in New Hartford. So... I just kind of go back and forth where I'm needed. So I'm not really in a spot. People ask, like, where I'm going to be that day. I don't really know. I'm just <laughs> right. wherever. Um, the COVID stuff has kind of calmed down now in the past couple of weeks, so that's kind of nice. So I've been trying to get the normal nursing stuff, like vision screens and oh, stuff sure. like that done oh, that needs to be done in a year. Either. Yeah, so that's kind of the main changes this year. I'm just kind of all over the place. <laughs> yeah. Google Calendar's probably right. gone up. And- <laughs> yeah. 
how many people do you think you've talked to about COVID during the whole COVID time? You have like even a, a guesstimation. Oh. I mean, is it? I mean, I know I've talked to you. <laughs> <laughs> I I don't. I would say. I don't know. You're talking hundreds. Probably, I would say right? hundred, yeah, five hundred, I mean, yeah, or so. What, I mean, what, 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 like in the heyday of it, like November, December. I mean, how many were you getting a day? I mean, well, we, I would get emails all the time, and then so I would be responding to those days and nights, and phone calls days and nights. That's kind of stopped now, and I can do it while I'm at school. Um, before I was, I'd get to school, and it was I was on the phone till at least noon, just talking to parents and trying to figure out, you know, contacts or positives or positives in the house. And that's, that slowed down too. So it's gotten much better, right. thankfully. Oh man. That, but oh, I hopefully it that. stays that way. How was uh, getting the information about COVID, you know, for you able to relay it to, you know, the right people? Has that been plentiful? I mean, yeah, and I mean, are you able to understand, you know, what's going on? I know it changes all the time. And it changes too, all the time. And no one really knew. I mean, I would call public health. I talked to them a lot and <laughs> they would know what I knew. And so they right. would try to get information to me and I would send it off to the people who needed to know. So, so they're on your Christmas card list. Is that yes. what you're saying? Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> absolutely. You, you may be going to a wedding or two yeah. as well. Yeah, <laughs> for sure. <laughs> this has got to take some ultra organization uh, and like quickly at the same time. That is a skill that I totally lack. And for people like you who can handle that all on the fly, that's impressive. That is a really impressive skill. Well, we started a spreadsheet so that, I mean, we had to. There was no way to keep it, keep track of all the kids and you know, mostly the quarantine kids, just to figure out when they could come back. So that helped a ton. I mean, we had to start something like right. that. Some tracking. Yep. Uh, yeah, I know when when we had our issues, it was, you know, it had to go back to, you know, when was your first symptom? When yeah. did you last? When were you with someone? When you, I mean, just the, the I mean, your mind had to just, I mean, were you like COVID-19 24-7? I mean, did you get yeah. any like step away or, I mean, it, I, I'm guessing it's probably been. Not a lot during just uh, beginning of the school year till I would say January. It really started slowing down, but. And did anything happen? I know at the end of the school year last year, we shut down because of it. Yep. Was that any, I mean, did you, was it just a matter of learning what was going on? Because yeah. I know the students were out, but. At I mean, that point, it was just random meetings. There wasn't a ton. And then once spring came and when baseball and softball started coming around sure. and we knew that those seasons were going to happen, then there were more meetings trying to figure out how those seasons would right. play out safely. Uh, absolutely. I mean, <laughs> the, it, then nobody knows anything at this point. It's it, You guys did the I mean, you were out there. Yeah, Travis. yeah, we had baseball. And, again, we, we were, you know, talking to Shan all the time and, and getting advice and the guidelines. And, you know, gosh, I remember those first practices – we were all completely spread out everywhere because, yeah. again, you didn't know anything, didn't wear the mask. But we, at the time, you know, you just didn't know what was right. was going on. And, and that was early and on. And we actually made it We made it through the entire summer without mm -hmm. any issues. Yeah, so I, I shouldn't say nobody knows anything. or I just mean everything's changing so fast. Right, it was limited and just, yeah, oh, yeah. you find out. So That's impressive. And it was also brand new. Yeah. Very, very well, much so. Yep. <laughs> yep. You're probably excited for the next thing, huh? <laughs> for COVID to be over. <laughs> well, that and then, then what the... Uh, I'd ask for the, the next very... Uh, I'd ask the school board maybe if they can uh, send you on a trip or something like that. <laughs> yeah, there's got to be some type of kickback. Yeah. Yeah, that'd be good. A little extended vacation. <laughs> maybe maybe or, Adventureland or something really yeah, fancy right? like Or even that, that new uh, Lost Island. Yeah, the new go. amusement park. The, yeah, the new amusement park. <laughs> maybe get you a season pass or something just to... six. Because... You're going to be a hot commodity now. I mean, you, I mean, you've been through it. Yeah. I mean, if a nurse retires, you can say, you know what, I'm going over there. They're going to offer maybe a little more. Or, yeah, definitely. You know, maybe a, a Pablo burrito every week <laughs> for me or something. Mileage. I oh, I can't see going to a different school. It's okay. <laughs> no, it's we like having you here too. So, yeah, that's that's not going to happen. So it is time, Shannon, yeah. for the random question of the day. Oh boy. And your question is, what song would you play if you were at a party? Okay, so the only song that can come to my head right now, absolutely the only song, is Party in the USA. Because when COVID's over, 
Oh, yeah. It's going to be lots of parties. I just lost a lot of respect. <laughs> no, I'm just yeah. kidding. I would agree. And I know that. it's Miley Cyrus, but that's it's okay. the only song yeah. I can think of. That, that's understandable. A party in the USA, you got to celebrate everything ending. <laughs> yep. Travis, what about you? It, well, in going on party in the USA, I actually, at one time I had a parody called uh, Party in Dyke IA. Oh, really? All right. And if you sing Maybe it to... Maybe that's the song. If you sing it in there, you <laughs> might... You know, might be a little catchy. I'm not going to sing any of it, but <laughs> I'd prefer you did. No, you've no. I've I've uh, ruined my my chances with uh, speaking Australian. So <laughs> no, that was good too. That, that's not going to happen. So all right, I, go, go ahead, go ahead. You asked me the question, but then you're going to take over. So go no, ahead. No, go you. Okay, you. I'll go. The song that I would would play, gear, and I've done this at a few parties. Uh, some people. Uh, close friends, they call me DJ Scribbles because I, for some reason, I just keep skipping songs and everything. But the song that I would go to is Jump Around by House of Pain. Oh, yeah. Just when you hear the beginning, the whole party just stops and it's it's time to rock. So jump around and it's still good now. It's true. I did it way back in the day, rocked and rolled. I, I played uh, Jump Around and then uh, Gary Glitter. Rock and roll part two. Na, 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 na. No idea what hey. that is. Na, oh, na, na. yeah, I do. Yeah, that's. I got you. I play them back to back. Places rocking. I bet. What do you got? All right. Well, I'm guessing it's Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles. No, theme my song junior or high kids. This, this one kind of goes out to my junior high kids. I would play Rick Astley, Never Gonna Give You Up. Okay, because that is the thing that has been going around nonstop. So, junior high kids. I got gotcha. you. A shout out to them. Yeah, this is a shout out to them. Otherwise, I, I don't mm. really know. I like Shannon's a lot better than <laughs> that. ACDC, you cannot go wrong with any ACDC. Uh, I don't know. There's Aerosmith. Those are, yeah. I don't know. There's some good stuff. I like it. Well, maybe, well, I guess we can't really do a Twitter poll of, we could do our three and which one would you play out of the three? I don't. That could be the next Twitter wanna, poll question. But I might win. <laughs> I, I think I, land, I I went in a landslide, but I won't win. I'll tell you that. That, that is true. <laughs> <laughs> All right, Shannon, we want to thank you for coming on uh, again to DNH Loose Change. I know you were super nervous, but we wanted to get you on here and you did uh, perfect. Yeah, you did a great job. Thanks so and much. Just thank you. I'm yep. here for everyone to hear. Thanks. Yep. Thank, thank you very you. much. Dyke New Hartford Booster Club is established as a support group to encourage parent and community participation and to raise funds to enhance and expand the academic, social, and athletic programs that are available to each individual student at Dyke New Hartford Schools. The Booster Club feels strongly that parent and community involvement during the school year can be a key to the success of our students here at DNH. Please consider helping our students by becoming a member. Our Booster Club website can be found under the Parent and Community tab on the DNH homepage. Thank you for your support and roll blue. All right, everybody, we are here with Burnett Dove, one of our instructional coaches in the New Hartford building. Um, Burnett, how are you tonight? Great. Thanks. Yeah, thanks for coming. Yeah, we appreciate it. Sure. Chilly evening. Yeah, there's even a little snow out there, I think. It is starting to snow uh, again. Two-hour delay. <laughs> yeah, we, we always ju- forget to ask Justin about that. <laughs> I think he's had enough this week, so. Yeah, we'll but he said he likes the. He does, he does like the, uh, the adversity. <laughs> All right, Burnett, we're going to go ahead and get started here. And this is kind of my forte, uh, my my area that I really appreciate too. So I'm looking. I've been looking forward to this interview for quite some time. So, Burnett, before we get started, uh, can you just give us a little background of your educational career? Sure. Um, first of all, I grew up in Sibley, Iowa, way in the northwest corner of the state. Um, we'd go to Minnesota to get groceries, and South Dakota to go to a mall. I went to the University of Nebraska for a year and then transferred to UNI and got my education degree there. Uh, my first year of teaching, I taught in San Antonio, Texas. Wow. Fourth grade. Um, very growing experience 
um, amazing experience. Can I ask what took you to San Antonio? Well, at that time, um, there were a lot of teachers, and it was very hard to get a job in Iowa, and I I really wanted to teach, and you and I had a connection with Texas, um, sent student teachers there, and I had a friend from college who went, and I thought, why not? Sure. Now's the time cool. to try it. That is really cool. Yeah. But that was the time before cell phones, and, you know, I had a CB. My mom and dad put me in a car, and I had a CB. And Right. When you left, you left. It, you, exactly. <laughs> I mean. I can see you with the CB. You're all with the CB. Yeah, did you have a. Breaker, uh, breaker one night. I was country girl. That was your call that sign? That was my call sign. And actually, um, semi-drivers in Topeka, Kansas, helped me find my friend who we were. We were just meet. She was coming from Cedar Rapids. I was coming from. Northwest Iowa, and we met up in Topeka, Kansas, to travel the rest of the way. So cool! That is a really cool story. <laughs> that is a cool story. <laughs> Lots of adventures. So after Texas, after Texas, I um, knew after a year I loved Texas, but I knew I didn't want to be that far from my family. So I came back to Iowa without having a job, but a friend I knew. Um, from Sibley was teaching in Vinton at the time, and she told me about an opening in LaPorte City. So I applied there, and thinking about doing this interview tonight, I realized that through my life, everything that has happened to me, it's because of the people I knew. And I had um, a student taught with Kathy Oakland. Oh, who, awesome. Yeah, yes. Oh, it was an incredible Oh, Kathy. <laughs> she was one of my teachers. Really? Oh, oh yeah. I love Kathy. No, she was my English teacher when I was coming through here. and. Oh, and she taught, yeah, that's right. Absolutely, yeah, in high yeah. school. Yep, yeah. she, great lady. And, and then I, well... This is your interview, but <laughs> Go ahead. but then I end up having a class with her at you and I. Oh wow! Yeah, and she's amazing, amazing lady. Yes, absolutely. And That's... the I would have never even probably gotten an interview except um, Art Fink, the principal at that time, saw her name on there and called Kathy, and he's like, "You need to interview this lady." So. Cool. So that's how I got my job there. I was at Laporte City for 13 years in fourth and fifth grade and during that time I was another a friend of mine sent me up with Brent and we were married and we have identical twin girls and then in 2001 um, Randy Peters who I knew in, yep. at LaPorte City was teaching here at Dyke New Hartford and told me about uh, opening in first grade and at that time our we knew we wanted to get back to New Hartford because Brent's from New Hartford okay. and he run family so sure. been here since 2001 have taught first, fourth, fifth, um, title reading, and now an instructional coach. Wow. Yeah. When I first came, Burnett was uh, in title reading, mm -hmm. and she helped me out so much that first year. I, I don't think she even knows just how much I was relying on her to get me through that first year, so I appreciate everything you've done for me. Well, I remember cool. that first year, and I was very glad you joined our staff. Uh, well. <laughs> Amazing new teacher. He really was. Uh. He still is. Well, yeah. Um, <laughs> no, I I do appreciate everything you've done. And right now you are our instructional, our literacy instructional coach. And it's kind of fun for me now because I get to work with you again. Uh, mm -hmm. What's your role like now within the district here? Um, yeah, we there are four of us instructional coaches, and this is my fourth year. We really have a student-centered approach, a student learning approach, Um and I get to look at data, work with teachers, um, setting, setting goals, getting lessons ready. Um, right now I'm teaching Book Thief to seventh graders. It's about the Holocaust and um, amazing to do that. Um, I work with kindergarten, first grade. Teachers want um, new ideas, things to imp imp implement. I help them do research on that. And I know Alex Bacorny, the seventh grade ELA teacher, English language arts teacher, he loves this unit because mm -hmm. he enjoys working with you. And I think every time we get an opportunity to pick your brain, it's very valuable because I think we learn a new strategy to use in the classroom more frequently than we don't. I mean, just journaling, stuff like that. There are different things that you've taught me that I really appreciate. Well, thank you. Years of experience happens as you get older. <laughs> and how many years have you been the instructional coach here at DNH? This is my fourth year of instructional coach. Yeah. Okay. So 33 years of teaching now. Still doesn't feel like a job most days. And I love coming to work. Glad you made the the change? 
you know, and good and bad. I, I really like, like, for instance, the seventh grade group I'm working with. When I first started the instructional coaching position, they were fourth graders. And I saw them as students then. And now to be able to teach, sure. work with them again as seventh graders is really fun. So it's not like I just get to see kids one year of their instructional career. It's, I get to see them repeatedly. You so. kind of get to see them grow. Exactly. Right. And leading into that, that, what is the best part of your job? That you enjoy the most? Definitely the people I work with. Um, we have great teachers. I'm not just saying that. I mean, people are very willing to work together. And that seeing kids repeatedly, I mean, year after year, um, I just value those relationships that I've been able to make. And I know when you took the position, you thought about it for quite a while. It wasn't <laughs> something that you just leap, uh, leapt into. But uh, I know you were very reluctant to leave your Title I just because of mm-hmm. you didn't think you were going to be around the students as much. And I love that you're still able to be around them uh, because you are in the classroom and you, d- you get to do what you're passionate about. Yes. I'm grateful for that because th- you are right. I mean, that's why I teach for the kids. Right. No, that's, that's good. Mm-hmm. Reading, obviously, is important. I I mean, I was in PE, and I, I think you need to know how to read. <laughs> my, my wife is a, an instructional coach as well over at, at Hudson, and, um, you know, the passion for reading is there. What's uh, some advice you'd give families out there to help promote reading? Because, again, you know, a lot of stuff is now screen time. It's computers. It's this and that. And, you know, and, and one thing um, that I do on, on my bus route is – is I give uh, students um, candy, Laffy Taffies, if they read on the bus. Oh, awesome. And so I have them, re- some of them will read to youngers. Uh, some will just read together. And, um, again, I think it's important, especially with the screen time and everything else, there's so many other. Um, it's an escape. Right, right. Mm-hmm. Especially during COVID, being able to read, it's just, it's an escape. You can Right. Your mind can go wherever your book takes you. So, so getting back to the question, what what advice yeah. would you give families, yeah. you know, to promote reading and, you know, gain that interest? Mm-hmm. I think the biggest thing uh, families could do is read a chapter book together. Um, it just to be able to let your imagination go. Like you said, there's just so much screen time now, and kids are so stimulated by video games and. So if they just learn to use their imagination, it will help with their comprehension skills, their listening skills. Um, We talked about that in my seventh grade class today. Um, One of their assignments for tomorrow is to draw the character, how they see the character from the book in their own minds. And it's just such a neat um, activity to do because everybody sees the character differently and it just is very eye-opening. So, And you can start reading to your children five years old there's great novels like magic tree house um, junie b jones getting into older older things like um among the hidden for older kids so absolutely and, I, and i'm guessing that if anybody out there has a question email mm-hmm. you and you know definitely well and there's great websites um if you just google great read alouds to your kids there's lots of great ideas out there too but i would gladly help anybody with Good. some ideas for that Okay, well, it's time for your random question of the day. Okay. Burnett, if you could be in any movie, what movie would it be? (laughs) Well, I'm kind of an old soul, so I would say something like Gone with the Wind or um, where I could go back in time and live in the olden days. Is there a particular character in Gone with the Wind or just that? Just that era. That era? Yeah, that era. Long time ago. Isn't that a long movie? Yeah, I think so. I think so. Again, another movie I have not seen. But I haven't seen that oh, movie you're or kidding. read that book, to no. be honest. Oh, my. That's yeah. one I haven't read. Yeah. That I'm would good. probably be. Or any of those are like, uh, what's another one? Um, Grapes of Wrath, but that wasn't, no, that's not the one I'm thinking of. Um, he, The priest, there was a priest and through time... Cannonball Run? No. <laughs> I can't think what it was. Anyway, olden time. I would love to okay. go back in time. That's good. Right. Travis? Yes. 
Well, mine would have to be my favorite movie of all time, which is uh, Ghostbusters. Oh. I would love to be a Ghostbuster and uh, fight ghosts. I mean, you'd be pretty popular. Um, you get to do something that pretty much nobody else gets to do. Mm-hmm. And you get to wear those packs. You know, that, you is, can, that is legit. And I would like to be in the movie like with Bill Murray and Dan Aykroyd and those guys. I think that'd be awesome and live in New York. Be kind of cool. I, I think it'd be kind of fun to try to take down that Stay Puff Marshmallow Man. <laughs> I, well, it would be fun. Yeah. Um, How about you, Ted? Yeah, I I am a movie guy. I love movies. Um, if I... This is really hard to pick, but I would love to be in Dumb and Dumber or... <laughs> <laughs> I just I love comedy, uh, Dumb and Dumber, and the other one I was thinking of was Caddyshack or Happy Gilmore. Any of those, Waterboy. I love all those. I, I I don't have a preference. It would just be one of those movies. Adam Sandler. Yeah, I like Adam Sandler. Again, you you know, Caddyshack. There's a lot of cool actors in there. There is. Yeah. So that's kind of where I'd go. Yeah, I, good answers. I like them. All right. <laughs> Well, Burnett, again, we just want to thank you for stopping on to DNH Loose Change. Um, and thank you for everything that you do. Well, thank yep. you. Thank you very much, Burnett. In the market for a vehicle? At Rolling Ford in Shell Rock, their priority is providing the best experience possible. Unsurpassed customer satisfaction starts with one of the largest vehicle selections in Northeast Iowa. Their focus on excellence never stops. A multiple recipient of the Ford President's Award, they strive to always do better. The best service, the best selection, and 100% complete satisfaction, that's what you can expect every single time. Rolling Ford, right off Highway 3 in Shell Rock. The destination Ford store, where you'll really like how you're treated. Find them online at rollingford.com. Or call them at 319-885-4540. All right, everybody. We are here with Nathan Moore, a senior here at Dyke New Hartford. Is Nathan our first student interview? I believe he is the first student. All right, Nathan. Congratulations. And I, I do like the name of the segment we have for you. He's catchy. He comes up with it. you got to say it. It's well, I thought that was you. That Was that me that did that? That was all you. Wow. I, the segment's called Let's Learn a Little More. <laughs> what do you pun, think? Pun intended. Well, that's funny. It is pretty good. <laughs> I, I thought that was good. All right. So uh, back to the interview here. Nathan is a senior here at Dyke New Hartford. He's a student athlete. Um, Nathan, why don't you give us just a little bit of background information about yourself? Um, I have four, three brothers. Uh, mom, Shannon, Greg is my dad. Um, I play four sports, baseball, football, track, and basketball. And, yeah. Is it hard to balance all four of those with school? Um, I wouldn't really say so just because I've been doing it forever. So. And you've been, you've been playing all four sports all yeah, since? Yeah, just all the time, yeah. What about... um? Would you change it? I mean, do you enjoy doing yeah. all of it? I mean, because, again, some guys only do three, two, mm-hmm. one. They have downtime. Would you rather just be busy doing what you're doing? Or, you know, do you, are you like, oh, man, I'd love to take, you know, this season off? Or uh, Yeah, I definitely enjoy, like, tracks. Obviously not everyone's favorite sport. It's not my favorite sport either. So I'd like, I'd like to have that as my downtime. But right. I just like to be involved in everything, so that's good. That mm-hmm. is that is important to be a teammate for your other teammates. I mean, that's one of the things that kind of makes DNH special, right? And and honestly, uh, kudos to you. You know, I'm not sure how many four sport athletes we have here, mm-hmm. and you know, again, it, to me, it feels like sometimes, you know, if you're not the main dog or if you're not, you know, excel at it, then you just kind of, you know fluff it off and then and go on to something else so it's definitely a tribute to you and and uh, being able to be out there for your other teammates and just like you said track's not your favorite but you're out there helping out everybody else and and um you know i i kind of wish everybody else had the same mentality you yeah, know absolutely 
Um, so you, you got four sports. You're in school. Obviously, uh, you've been here for a long time. What are your best memories here at Dyke New Hartford? Um, probably my sophomore year we went to the – actually, that was both memories I'm thinking of right now. My sophomore year, we went to the state championship in football. That was really fun. Yeah, that was, that was a neat, fun to watch. That was pretty yeah, fun, yeah. That was a fun game. <laughs> and just being in the dome was just – it was really cool. And then another memory that I have is winning – the state track championship. That was my sophomore year also. Yep. I just think, I mean, if you wouldn't have gone out, you wouldn't have had that experience. So that's that's something cool that you get to share with mm-hmm. with your fellow teammates there. Um, and I going on that a little bit, um, you know, my son Parker was, you know, right along with you on some of those. And, and uh, I think of all those memories that he created, you know, with his uh, teammates and stuff like that. And I go back you know, to my memories, and I'm like, hmm, my memories don't quite match up to yours, Parker. <laughs> I said, you, you got to play at a, a state championship game uh, in the Dome. Uh, I got to play in the Dome just because the game was scheduled there, <laughs> and it was the last game of the year. We always played uh, gladbrook Rhinebeck. I got to buy a ticket to the Dome was- a few times. <laughs> <laughs> so that's really cool, though, that you get to carry those. And, again, I, I think it's one of those where in the moment, you know, it kind of goes by, but then, you know, it, it'll be cool when down the road when you're able to, especially when you get to college and the next step and everybody starts bringing back the old school memories and you're like, yeah, yeah, I did this. Yeah, 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 I did this. Yeah, I did this. Mm-hmm. <laughs> uh, and I definitely know, Nathan, you like to stay busy uh, for sports, but I've seen you out at the lake tossing lures. Oh, boy. Tons. Oh, okay. yeah. So I've got to ask, this is a, a little off topic here. What's you go your, for it. What is your favorite casting lure? If you're going to, are you willing to give that secret up? Uh, um, I guess the summer, what I use a lot, uh, sometimes I just use like the normal like wacky worm, you know, Yep. and just like Texas rig it, but the summer I used chatter baits a lot. I, chatter baits are good. Mm-hmm. I'm a big fan of the, the Texas rig too, so mm-hmm. I like that as well. Okay, and, and I am not, I'm like the complete opposite here. So, <laughs> hunter and fisher, fisherman and hunter? Yeah, I hunt a little bit, not as much as I fish. What do you do for hunting? Again, I'm asking really random, broad questions. <laughs> Bow, shotgun, you, uh, you nuking pheasants. If it's brown, it's down. I mean, what <laughs> what are you going for? Uh, I do pheasant hunting a little bit with shotgun, and then I muzzleload or deer hunt. Okay. Do you muzzleload, Travis? Okay, so when I hear muzzleload, I think of uh, the cartoon <laughs> of Elmer Fudd, and he's got that that shotgun. It's got a, like a. It looks like the end of it is looks like a trumpet, mm-hmm. and it just fires out like a bazillion BBs at one time. Is, is that? It's am I am I close? You need to play a little Call of Duty or maybe Cabela's Deer Hunter. Or, yeah, you're okay. <laughs> okay, since we're getting on to, to hunting and fishing here. I had this conversation with a few people the other day. Camouflage. When I drive my bus, I can probably shoot. If I had a gun, I do not have a gun on the bus. If I did, I could probably shoot five pheasants a day. And I have no camouflage. We have a big yellow bus. We're barreling down the road. Does camouflage work? Or, Or do people just wear it just to wear it? You don't uh, use I'm camouflage like, for pheasants, though. <laughs> okay, so let's go to deer. You don't use are, are deer that smart that you have to wear camouflage and trick them, but yet they're dumb enough to run right in front of your car and get lit up? Uh, yeah, I definitely think it works because there's just like some colors that just like stand out to them. But okay, but then sometimes you have to wear you wear camouflage, but then you have to wear an orange vest so people don't shoot you. Yeah, I think that's more of just like a walking thing, you know. Yeah. Okay. Uh, the DNR actually put something out the other day that deer can see blue jeans way easier than they can see orange vests. I I know it sounds weird, but they see blue jeans mm-hmm. more than more than like your safety orange. All right. I, I think the people just wear it just to wear it. <laughs> well, yeah, I know there are some junior high kids right now that have camo Crocs, so I get it. 
I mean, I got camo one time just because I never had camo. But I, I mean, I, I feel like if I went deer hunting, I would get as many deer as I would if I wore camo or if I didn't wear camo. I would agree with you because you don't need camo to deer hunt. Mm-hmm. What do you need camo for? Turkey. That's it? <laughs> I, There's got to be more than that. I don't know. I, I don't know. Bow hunters use it. I, I don't know. All right. Every okay. state's different. I, I do. I do appreciate because I can't do it. I, I don't have the patience for it. So, I do think it's kind of cool, and I wish I knew some of that lingo. And I have no idea what you guys are even talking about. But <laughs> we'll take you out sometime. <laughs> I, I don't. About the only thing I've ever done is I've ice fish mm. on the lake. Um, again, I feel like this is turning into my interview, but it was out there with Jeff Reinecke. And he had an auger, but it was manual. You, it was not electric. So he did his hole like in five minutes. And so he sat back and watched me do mine. And mine ended up <laughs> being a 45-degree angle. And it took like 30 minutes to get a 45-degree angle. And then he told me I had to do it again because we couldn't get the, the Vexlar. Yep, Vexlar. We, we couldn't get that down in a 45-degree angle hole. <laughs> So I got the opportunity to do it again, and I was gassed, and I was done. I was—I didn't even care if I caught anything. It doesn't help that the lake, like when it ices over, it's like two feet thick. So it, yeah, that's. Yeah, I'm not much of an ice fishing fan. No ice fishing. I love ice. Fishing. If you had to rank your, like, are you fisher before hunter? Yeah. And definitely. then what kind of fishing? Because I know there's fly fishing, any kind of fishing, or. Uh, not fly fishing. I don't do that, but just like, I don't know. Up in Minnesota, we go walleye, northern fishing, bass okay. fishing. I like to do that. You got a favorite fish? You try to trick? <laughs> um, I like to catch walleye. Nice. Now, this leads into another question, <laughs> and this isn't your random question of the day, but if you had a dream job, would it be to be like on the professional fishing circuit i mean is that something that would interest you uh that'd be fun but probably not you, that yeah. probably wouldn't be my dream job okay i i think that'd be pretty cool <laughs> I, I don't have patience for it so <laughs> i don't know some of those guys have so much fun just because of the people they meet so the the, the character i mean they're they are very interesting i've watched a few the contest or games or matches or whatever they call them but um <laughs> They are. It's kind of cool because then they they hold up their fish. They're like, yeah, <laughs> and then they go to weigh it. And they're like, fishing tournaments. It, are fun. Yeah, it yeah. is kind of cool. All right, I think it is time. Well, I guess we have one more question. Yep. Future plans, Nathan. Um, you got any breaking news here, or any ideas, or what? What are you thinking? Um, the only thing I really have planned is just going to Iowa State. Okay. I don't really know what I'm going to go into yet, but. That's about all I know so far. And that's far. totally fine, too. I, oh, yeah. There. I switched my major, I think, three or four times before I got it figured out. Yep. Same thing. I, I was I bounced around a little bit, too. So it's it's best to kind of go in there with your, your eyes open. Yeah. No, that's cool. Very cool. All right. Last thing we're going to do here. Random question of the day. Who is your favorite superhero? Um, I'm going to have to go with The Flash. Ooh, I like that. Well, how, I didn't see that coming. I did not see that coming either. Why the Flash? Um, I don't know. Just like the past few years, there's a show. I don't know if you guys have seen that. I, there's a show, but I got into that, and I really like that. So. <laughs> Plus, you'd win every uh, state track meet oh, yeah. by yourself. <laughs> yeah, no kidding. <laughs> That's cool, the Flash. I like it. I definitely did not see that coming. I didn't see that coming either. That's good. That's it, a Marvel, right? Yeah. No, no DC, that's DC. That's DC. Yeah. Gotcha. Yep. I used to be a Spider-Man guy, but now I switched over. Can't go wrong there either. No, Spidey's good. Mm-hmm. Travis? My choice is the Green Lantern. Mm. Yeah. I like I like him. He, he's one of the few guys that gets to wear jewelry, gets to wear the ring. Um, everything is on willpower. So the more willpower you have the more damage you can do or more. And the other thing is, and I believe this is correct, I'm not sure, but I think the suit automatically 
appears. You don't have to, you know, do a Spider-Man or a Superman, you know, because my, my thought is if I got to change costumes, I'm in trouble already. <laughs> so <laughs> yeah, if I can I just, just automatically happen, then I'm, I should be pretty good. Yeah. How about you, Tad? What do you got? I, I love Batman. I think the Batman thing is Bruce Wayne, he's, he's living the life, and the guy's a stud, taking down the Joker. Do you have a favorite? Because I know there's like 15 Batman movies. Is there a, or eight, do you have a certain, is there a certain uh, actor that you liked more than Christian others? Christian Bale was the best Batman. Okay. Christian Bale was the best. I, Heath Ledger was the best Joker. So. And did you ever watch the old school Batmans? Oh, those are on uh, Antenna Adam TV Le- seven point two. Oh yeah, they're I love those things. I will watch those. Yeah, if you ever need a laugh, they're way ahead of their time because they would show the camera and then it would be like tilted. Uh, you know, they. I can't say that I've watched a lot of them, but I've I've seen video clips of them. So okay. And Adam West died just what was it, like a year ago, two years ago, and they did a couple tributes for him. So I had to check those out. Good. So we got Batman. The Green Lantern and the Flash, I like it. <laughs> yeah, I do too. I was I was expecting to hear like an Iron Man tonight or Superman, but I like where we're at. Yeah, I like it. Three DC guys. That's good. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry, I'm a nerd. That's okay. All right. It's not something we haven't heard before. <laughs> <laughs> Okay, Nathan, I just want to thank you for stopping in tonight. It was a lot of fun. Totally random, but a lot of fun. Uh, good luck the rest of the way in the basketball season, postseason yeah. play. Um, have fun doing it, too, senior year. Mm-hmm. All yep. right? Yep, yep. Good luck, Nathan, and to uh, the whole DNH Wolverines. Thank you. All right, Wolverine Nation, we're going to go ahead and start to wrap this thing up here. Uh, as always, I'm going to go ahead and give out our first pitch, and we have a couple people today that we're going to thank. Um, first of all, Shannon Peverell. Shannon has done an amazing job, and she, honestly, the position that she's put in, it's it's a very, very challenging job. Right, and I think that people in those positions – don't know how much they are appreciated and the work that they actually put in, you know, cause they're, they're in the trenches, they're dealing with it. They don't kind of see the big picture or, you know, hopefully Shannon, when this is all done, she can kind of look at the whole thing and how long it's taken. And, and um, again, greatly appreciated uh, for what she's done here for DNH. And she's always coming she's got a positive attitude about everything too. So th- that kind of takes, I think the stress out of things for other staff members as well. So, Shannon, you are our first recipient of the first pitch tonight. Um, this is kind of a – I got to give a first pitch out to the new Hartford city workers as well uh, and the, the Dyke city workers. There have been a lot of the water main break, <laughs> the power issues happening here, and these guys go above and beyond, and they work so hard. Yep, and as – uh, Justin mentioned in in his interview, you know, uh, you, you probably can't thank them enough for how fast they were able to get the jobs done. Because again, super duper cold weather, you know, worst possible scenario you could probably have, but yet they still were out there and got the job done. I know. I just can't imagine working on a water main in like <laughs> yeah. negative fifteen degree weather. Right. Oh. They're probably thinking, why can't this be 85-degree right, weather? Right, exactly. So they, they definitely deserve a first pitch, too. So thank you to everybody that's in, been involved in keeping us here at school and getting us back into school. Yep, and I'd also like to thank our guests tonight, uh, Shannon Peverell, um, Burnett Dove, Nathan Moore, and Justin Stockdale. So we appreciate yeah. those four coming in tonight for our podcast. They they definitely they they put up with my snarkiness tonight, especially Justin. I kind of was, I don't know. It's just been a week. Yeah, everybody's know. everybody gets to have one of those days, and today is yours. So yeah, well, go ahead and enjoy it, Tad. I yeah, exactly. Yeah. I appreciate it, Justin. Thank you. 
Nice. Also, like to give a big shout out to the DNH school board. Uh, Tad and myself were there at, at the board meeting tonight. And we uh, introduced the DNH Loose Change podcast and kind of our vision of what it's going to look like and and what it'll entail. And they seem pretty receptive. I, you know, and I to think, it. So I think when they heard that we're already being listened to in 15 states. And that just shows your family members that are listening in on this as well. But 15 states, and I, I believe we have some following in Madrid or around that area. So <laughs> I'd like to give a shout-out to those followers as well because that that is cool. I, you know, that's a, that's very, very dedicated listening. Yeah, there. I think it's it's pretty cool, too, for only, you know, episode five in. And, and um, we do appreciate everybody that has subscribed. Um, we've tried to be on every platform you can think of uh, to get the DNH Loose Change podcast. So um, be sure to follow Twitter. We had our Twitter poll. I'm not quite sure where it stands, but um, last poll question was: Is pineapple a topping for pizza? And I think it was pretty fifty-fifty last time I checked. I don't know yeah. where we're sitting at now, but and, and again, uh, if you followed. DNH Loose Change on Twitter. You'll we'll put up some uh, poll questions for you to participate in. You can also then message us and let us know as well. And actually, the results just came in at seven twelve tonight on the first poll. Oh, nice! When and the tally is. I I am very pleased with the results. Yes, so am I. Then pineapple is not a pizza topping with fifty seven percent. Perfect. And 43% of our voters are wrong. So, <laughs> Thank you uh, to the 57%. Yes, absolutely. And we had uh, 28 voters on this one. So let's see if we can bump it up for our next one. <laughs> well, I don't want to let the cat out of the bag, but I did vote uh, two nights ago, and I was number 27. <laughs> oh, my God. Yeah. I don't even know if I voted in this poll, just because I'd already put it out there. Right. Uh, but, yeah, we are going to put some more polls out there. You're going to see another poll probably tonight or tomorrow. Um, follow us, DNH Loose Change. Email us, DNH Loose Change. Uh, we'd love to hear from you. And the more interactive we can make this, the better. Yep, absolutely. So uh, thank you, Wolverine Nation. Um, we appreciate you, and that re- that does it for us tonight. Yep, remember, don't do your best. Do my best.